welcome to the Man Church Podcast. We're happy to have you guys here with us today. I've got Pastor Brandon Sanders from Powerhouse Church and Pastor Danny Fuentes here from Powerhouse Church. Good to have you guys. Uh, we're going to get into it today, and, and we're just going to talk a little bit. This is our first episode. We thought it would be awesome to have a Man Church podcast, a platform where we could talk about uh, issues that men go through, especially in the church and even just in the community and in life. And um, we, we at Powerhouse have been doing um, Man Church as a service on Wednesday nights, and we found it quite, uh, it's been very effective in ministering to men and teaching men and actually raising young men. Uh, what about you guys? Do you have any thoughts on, on uh, Man Church and what it's done for you, Pastor Brandon? Well, yeah, you know, uh, Man Church has been very beneficial for me and for my family. Um, I enjoy the man-centered focus. Um, I enjoy the teachings on fathering. They've helped me tremendously in my ministry, in my, in my, in my life as a husband and as a father. And um, I think it's very needed in the society that we live in. You know, most of us don't know how to father. Uh, we don't know the role that men are designed to play in the church. And uh, what you see in a lot of churches are men are, you know, they're passive because we don't know how or what to do. And what I love about, about man church and the, and the idea of man church is that we give men purpose, biblical purpose, and uh, not only in their family, but in the church and in the community. So it's been very, very awesome to be a part of. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I think one of the misconceptions is that men, that we're trying to create men that are perfect, and uh, the reality is that none of us are perfect, yeah. and the reality is that we all need a place where we can kind of gather and uh, talk through things and, uh, you know, celebrate victories and, and, and also uh, encourage each other when we have, when we have failures and defeats. Um, if you're a parent and you're raising children, there's ups and downs with that. And it's good to be around men that yeah. are going through the same thing where there can be a level of transparency and we can talk about things that are, are you know, that, that, that kind of resonate with being a man and being a father. And, uh, you know, fathers and mothers are different. So fathers kind of, they play a different role in the house yeah. and a mother plays a different role. How about you, Danny? How, uh, you're younger, younger dad. So how, how has Man Church impacted you? Well, you know, I think from a young age, I never really understood what it meant to be a father and what it meant to be a husband because I never actually had a great example of what it looked like. And so I think growing up, I was always trying to prove that I was a man and that I was, you know, uh, I, I was worthy of being called a man as far as for what the culture determines what a man is. But I never really understood it until I came to Man Church and I really learned what it what manhood is really about what fatherhood is really about and what being a husband entails and what it means you know it's it's being sacrificial it's being selfless it's being someone that is going to be willing to stand up you know not just for your wife but for your family for your for your children and it's just i mean it has really impacted me because you know there's not a lot of that out there in the world right now if there's one of the if there's one thing that there's really not a lot of for guys my age is how to be a good husband, how to be a good father. You know, that's just something that we always get constantly told. You're going to learn as you get in the position, but you know, you, 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 you really save yourself a lot of heartache and a lot of trouble when you, when you choose to allow somebody to train you, to teach you, to coach you into what it means to be a husband and what you're going to have to sacrifice to be a husband. Yeah, that's true. 
You know, I I always think about um, you know most most of the time when we do men's ministry, we gather all the guys in and, and we bring them in and sit them down. Maybe we feed them a chicken sandwich and sit them down and begin to. We almost kind of begin to tell them where they've missed it all the time. And it's almost like you're preaching to the choir because the guys that are there in the service are actually looking to be better yeah. fathers. They're, they're there for a reason, you know. And um, I think that's one of the misconceptions of, of men's ministry, of what causes men to not want to come to church, is they, they kind of get the idea of like, man, I don't want to go to another meeting where I'm going to get told how I missed it. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't miss it, but it just means that we, I think that with Man Church, what we've tried to do is create an environment where we call each other out and, and there's correction when correction is needed, but there's also an encouragement and an encouragement that you're in the right place, an encouragement that you're needed, that your role uh, is going to make a difference in your family. There's statistics that show that families without a father are more likely to, uh, to have criminal activity, drug use, promiscuity. There's all kinds of things that happen when there's a when there's not a, a, an engaged father in it. And so, you know, one of the misconceptions is always kind of like, well, I don't want to go to this thing because they're just going to beat me up. And that's not what we've created, I, I believe, at Powerhouse and at Man Church, is we've created a place where you can come and we're going to give you practical ways to be a, a father, you know, uh, Pastor Brandon, why don't you share like something practical that's helped you while you've been there? Like, break it down. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, one of the things that has really helped me, of course, um, I think of the scripture that says, you know, rebuke, exhort, you know, rebuke, exhort, and equip. Right. Right. The word of God is good for rebuking, is good for correction, but ultimately is to equip. So there is a point where we take responsibility of where we're missing it. But the way that we, the way that I was shown that is, you know, hey, you take responsibility for where you're missing it, but here's what you can do to make it better. You know, I'm a stepfather. Uh, when my stepson moved in with us, he was 13 years old. Um, he wasn't, didn't come from a Christian home. Um, I had very, you know, deep thoughts about, you know, what a Christian is and what it means to be a man. And, you know, his culture didn't teach him that. And so it was hard for me at first. And uh, one of the greatest things that I learned at Man Church, and I learned it from you, Pastor Robert, was don't make what he's doing about you, make it about him. In other words, what, don't, don't make it about him embarrassing you or his behavior, you know, ruining your reputation. What's going on with him? That's, that's so good. That's the way a father thinks. It's like the heart of the father is for the kid, it's for the son, it's for the child, it's for the family. It's not about what is the family going to do for me or how is the family making me look to everybody else. But it's about, you know, what am I doing to help my family be what I know they can be? And I think that's one of the greatest lessons that I've learned being at Man Church. Yeah, I think I think that goes to uh, that speaks to one of the points of how to father. Uh, we were talking about this earlier, but um, one of the main things that has to happen to become a great father is a purity of motive. Yes. Uh, you know, you can do all these activities, but you, you got to go back to the root of everything. And like you said, a, a father never approaches a child and says, what can you do for me? How, you know, it's never, the agenda is never about like, how can I get my son or my daughter to do something for me to be a certain way? But a true father always says, how do I help my son or my daughter? And, and that sounds so simple, 
but it's such a shift, especially in our culture today, and 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 even in our human in our in our in our humanistic mindset and and just being humans, we're very selfish, and so we'll begin to think about well, how's this affecting me? A father learns how to approach every situation and says, how do I come into this situation and how do I help you? And once you do that and you do that consistently, and that's the motive that you're coming from, you gain a trust in your son or your daughter. Yeah. And and, in, and even those that you're ministering to, maybe those that you're leading, that you're discipling, a spiritual son or a daughter, they gain a trust because they know when you come around, you're just, you're for them. You're not against them. You're not trying to be manipulative. You're not trying to get something from them. And I think that's just so important. How about you, Danny? Any, anything practical that, that you picked up while you've been at Man Church? Yeah, uh, for me, it's really the consistency of the message. You know, it, everything about Man Church is consistent. From the time you set up, from the time that you preach, from the time that you break down, the men and the message are consistent. It's, it's about being selfless. It's about how you're going to put yourself out in front of your family and you're going to do whatever you, whatever you need to do to be, to be a good husband, to be a good father and to prepare a way for them so that they can, you know, they can benefit from it. And it's not so much about what, what you just said, like what you can benefit from it, but how can they benefit from it? And I think one, that's one of the things that for me, it's always been hard about fatherhood is staying consistent. And if you can just do something consistently, if you can just say the, the, the same things consistently, if you can just show, you know, a consistent care and a consistent love for your wife and for your children, I mean, it'll take you a long way. And I mean, what I've learned from both of you guys and from being here in Manchurch is that consistency is, where, is, is something that is very valued uh, when it comes to leading a family. Yeah, you know, as we're talking, I'm just sitting here listening to purity of motive and consistency. If you really think about it, those are those are two practical things that are going to affect your not just your parenting, not just your fathering, but being a husband, yes. being married, uh, even in your career, in your work. Boy, if you if you become a person that's pure of motive and consistent in your workplace, I mean. So that's the, the awesome thing about about Man Church, I think, is that a lot of the the uh, the traits that we teach, the principles that we teach, the patterns that we learn from from Scripture, they're usable and they're applicable in every area of life. And and I I just encourage men all the time. You need to come. You need to hear, and you need to come expecting to hear something. And you know maybe maybe you're not struggling in your marriage and you're not struggling with your children right now, but there's something going on at work you'll probably hear something in that conversation that can help you, you know. You know, I want to say that one of the most important roles that a father, one of the most important roles that a man feels is being a father. And it's probably the most untrained area that we have because I learned just from trial and error. I learned from making mistakes. I learned from watching my dad. And some things were great and some things were not so great. Um, and our kids are going to learn from us. And so it's, it's so important to invest in ourselves what it is to be a father, what it is to be a husband, and what it is to be a man, a man of God. One of the core things that we teach at Man Church uh, is that being a man is being like Christ. So manhood and Christ-like are synonymous. So these, these one-liners, that one one-liner is the core 
of everything we teach. If you want to learn how to be a man, then we need to study the life of Christ, and the life of Christ will show us the character traits and the spirit and the attitude that we need to have as men of God. Amen? Amen. What do you think, Pastor Brandon, about uh, uh, the roles of a, of a father, and uh, how do we train men into that? Yeah, I think I'd like to touch really quick what both, both of you just said. Pureness of heart, motives, and consistency. The word that came into my mind was security. The security of a father. A father has to be secure. And what a secure father, when we say father, we mean leader, we mean coach, we mean mentor, not just a natural dad. But a leader is like a father to the people that he leads. And so a secure leader or a secure father creates security for those that are following him or those that he's raising. And so a father's job is to make his family feel secure to make his son feel secure so that his son doesn't walking around feeling the need to prove himself. A lot of toxic leadership comes from people's insecurity and their need to prove that I am somebody. Toxic masculinity comes from young men that don't know what it means to be men, but they know they're supposed to be men. So you're putting this burden and this responsibility on them and they're just trying to figure it out. So they feel a need to prove to be something that they don't know how to be. So when you talk about man church and fatherhood, what we do at man church is we tell men, hey, it's okay that you miss it. I don't know how to do it either, but we point to Jesus. He gave us an example. He was full of grace and he was full of truth. He told the truth, but he was full of grace. He's full of mercy. There are certain characteristics that he as a man exhibited that we should have in our life and we should exhibit toward our children. So I think of security and with security comes being authentic, being transparent having a place where you can get real about your fears, your insecurities, all of those things that men are told you're supposed to cover that up. You're never supposed to be afraid. You're never supposed to be weak. But the truth is when you have a baby and you're holding that baby, looking at it, you're, what am I going to do with this? You know, <laughs> where do I go from here? You know? And so having men in your life for me, the greatest thing that's helped me is having a man in my life that has gone before me, that has fought some of those battles and me being willing to allow him to speak into my life. And that makes me feel secure that I have someone that's going to help me walk through this situation. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. The other, the other thing that men don't do well when it comes to security, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I've been married, I'll be married for 30 years in August of 2021, and I've uh, got three girls, so I have all, all ladies in the house. And so it, there's, a lot of commu- you, Pastor Robert. there's a lot of communication right the, the ladies and a lot of men don't talk yeah you know one of the big issues that men have is to communicate and to talk and uh you know i've had a lot of practice on working on my communication and one of the biggest things that i would tell a father that has daughters is keeping the line of communication open in other words making sure that you don't allow emotion to get the best of you you know, when the girls get emotional, you know, they'll cry. But when a man gets emotional, he'll get angry. Yeah. And so if you let anger get in the way and there's crying and anger and people begin to shut down and communication sets in, there's, it begins to divide. And in the division, it destroys the security. Yes. It destroys what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so there's a key to communication. And this happens with sons, too, not just, not just uh, girls, you know, not just daughters. It works with both in, in, in any parenting, though, maybe the, the and I'm not the best parent, you know, and I'm not, you know, my kids aren't perfect, but I, I've learned one thing. And if I can just keep the line of communication open, it leaves room for hope, for hope that we can get somewhere that we can communicate 
that we won't get isolated and they feel like I'm against them because I'm always for them. So I think it's important. Communication, security. Danny, what do you have to add to that? I think uh, for me on a personal standpoint is calling out and or drawing out purpose through affirmation. I think that has done a lot for me, um, even from, you know, a standpoint of me being a father and another father or another man calling out or drawing out purpose from me has has driven me to even go home and begin to draw out or call out purpose through my own son, even when even when it's not visible. You know, I think that was one of the things that impacted me the most about being here was when I knew I was not I, I, I knew I wasn't there. I knew that I was in a bad place. I knew that I had messed up and I had somebody actually Pastor Brandon, you began to call out purpose. You began you began to draw something out of me even when I didn't feel it. You began to tell me you are a good son. You are a good father. You are a good husband. And those are things that I wasn't feeling at the time, but as you began to call that out of me, I began to want that. I began to pursue that. I began to want to walk in that. And that that's the same thing I took to my house. And I began to realize I hadn't called out purpose on my children. I hadn't drawn out purpose out of my wife. And that has really changed and transformed the way I think, the way I, the way I speak to them, and just the way I deal with them on the day-to-day. That's so good. You know, I think a lot of our, a lot of our men, the, I, know, I know from what we've been doing here at Powerhouse, we'll be celebrating 25 years this next, next year as a church, and we've always had this DNA of, of men and, and just ministering to men and focusing on men because, because men needed to be focused on. You know, uh, we, we, we had to be intentional. You really have to be intentional to do men's ministry. It's not for the faint of heart, and yeah. it takes a lot of consistency, what we talked about. Yeah. You've got to stick with it, and even when they're not coming, you got to stick with it. And, you know, you find them. They're like eagles. You know, you find them one at a time, and you find them at the gym, and you find them on the golf course, and you find them, at, you know, wherever you go. You find one man at a time, and you bring them along. And you'll find out, you know, a lot of times, you know, the enemy always does this. And he's got men thinking, and I just want to encourage people with this. He's, he's always got us thinking that we're the only ones going through what we're going through. And, you know, I find this in the church so much. Uh, I had lunch with a, a young man today, and he be, just began to tell me about, about uh, how his family life was, you know, he's good, but his extended family, and he, he was yearning and hurting for his brothers and his, his, his relatives, and they're so far from God, and they're struggling in this and struggling in that. And as I sat there, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, this poor guy thinks he's by himself. Yeah. And I began to just be transparent with him and say, you know, I'm struggling with some things in my own family, you know, and I'm praying for this person, and I'm believing for this person. And all of a sudden, we just kind of look at each other, and we're like, hey, we're the same. But the devil would have you to believe that you're different, that something's wrong with you, that you must be not good enough, that God can't do it for you. He's not going to do it for you. And what, what, what the message at Man Church is, hey, you, we need to gather in a cave. It's like a, the cave of Adullam. It's like a cave where, where the people that are, that are broken and, and disgusted and, you know, broke, busted and disgusted coming together and, and, and finding out, you know, I'm not by myself. And if we're there for each other, if you fall down, I'll pick you up. And if I'm riding high, I'll pick you up, you know. And that, I think, is so important that we create a camaraderie with men 
that we create a safe place where men can come and just be men and we can preach straight and we can say things that we would normally wouldn't say maybe on a Sunday morning, but we can be, we can preach, preach straight about it. So anyway, uh, next episode, we're going to be talking a lot about, uh, probably affirmation is what we're going to be going into next. And, uh, so we thank you for tuning into this episode. We thank you for being with us today and God bless you.